Section 2 of 100 Proofs That the Earth Is Not a Globe This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. 100 Proofs That the Earth Is Not a Globe by William Carpenter 26. If the Earth were a globe, it would if we take Valencia to be the place of departure, curvate downwards in the 1665 miles across the Atlantic to Newfoundland, according to the astronomer's own tables, more than 300 miles. But as the surface of the Atlantic does not do so, the fact of its levelness having been clearly demonstrated by telegraph cable surveyors, it follows that we have a grand proof that Earth is not a globe. 27. Astronomers, in their consideration of the supposed curvature of the Earth, have carefully avoided the taking of that view of the question which, if anything were needed to do so, would show its utter absurdity. It is this. If, instead of taking our ideal point of departure to be at Valencia, we consider ourselves at St. John's, the 1665 miles of water between us and Valencia would just as well curvate downwards as it did in the other case. Now, since the direction in which the Earth is said to curvate is interchangeable, depending indeed upon the position occupied by a man upon its surface, the thing is utterly absurd, and it follows that the theory is an outrage, and that the Earth does not curvate at all, an evident proof that the Earth is not a globe. 28. Astronomers are in the habit of considering two points on the Earth's surface, without, it seems, any limit as to the distance that lies between them, as being on a level and the intervening section, even though it be an ocean, as a vast hill of water. The Atlantic Ocean, in taking this view of the matter, would form a hill of water more than a hundred miles high. The idea is simply monstrous, and could only be entertained by scientists whose whole business is made up of materials of the same description and it certainly requires no argument to deduce from such science as this a satisfactory proof that the Earth is not a globe. If the Earth were a globe, it would unquestionably have the same general characteristics, no matter its size, as a small globe that may be stood upon the table. As the small globe has top, bottom and sides, so must also the large one, no matter how large it be. But, as the Earth, which is supposed to be a large globe, has no sides or bottom as the small globe has, the conclusion is irresistible that it is a proof that the Earth is not a globe. 30. If the Earth were a globe, an observer who should ascend above its surface would have to look downwards at the horizon, if it be possible to conceive of a horizon at all under such circumstances. Even as astronomical diagrams indicated, 
at angles varying from 10 to nearly 50 degrees below the horizontal line of sight. It is just as absurd as it would be to be taught that when we look at a man full in the face, we are looking down at his feet. But as no observer in the clouds or upon any eminence on the earth has ever had to do so, it follows that the diagrams spoken of are imaginary and false, that the theory which requires such things to prop it up is equally airy and untruth, and that we have a substantial proof that Earth is not a globe. 31. If the Earth were a globe, it would certainly have to be as large as it is said to be, 25,000 miles in circumference. Now, the thing which is called a proof of the Earth's roundness, and which is presented to children at school, is that if we stand on the seashore, we may see the ships, as they approach us, absolutely coming up, and that, as we are able to see the highest parts of these ships first, it is because the lower parts are behind the Earth's curve. Now, since if this were the case, that is, if the lower parts of these ships were behind a hill of water at all, the size of the Earth, indicated by such a curve as this, would be so small that it would only be big enough to hold the people of a parish, if they could get all round it, instead of the nations of the world. It follows that the idea is preposterous, that the appearance is due to another and to some reasonable cause, and that instead of being a proof of the globular form of the Earth, it is a proof that Earth is not a globe. 32. It is often said that if the Earth were flat, we could see all over it. This is the result of ignorance. If we stand on the level surface of a plain or a prairie and take notice, we shall find that the horizon is formed at about three miles all around us. That is, the ground appears to rise up, until at that distance it seems on a level with the eye-line or line of sight. Consequently, objects no higher than we stand, save six feet, and which are at that distance, three miles, have reached the vanishing point, and are beyond the sphere of our unaided vision. This is the reason why the hull of a ship disappears in going away from us before the sails, and instead of there being about it the faintest shadow of evidence of the Earth's rotundity, it is a clear proof that Earth is not a globe. 33. If the Earth were a globe, people, except those on the top, would certainly have to be fastened to its surface by some means or other, whether by the attraction of astronomers or by some other undiscovered and undiscoverable process. But as we know that we simply walk on its surface without any other aid than that which is necessary for locomotion on a plane, it follows that we have herein a conclusive proof that Earth is not a globe. 34. If the Earth were a globe, there certainly would be, if we could imagine the thing to be peopled all round, antipodes, People who, says the dictionary, living exactly on the opposite side of the globe to ourselves, have their feet opposite to ours. 
people who are hanging heads downwards whilst we are standing heads up. But since the theory allows us to travel to those parts of the earth where the people are said to be heads downwards, and still to fancy ourselves to be heads upwards, and our friends whom we have left behind us to be heads downwards, it follows that the whole thing is a myth, a dream, a delusion, and a snare. And instead of there being any evidence at all in this direction to substantiate the popular theory, it is a plain proof that the Earth is not a globe. 35. If we examine a true picture of the distant horizon, or the thing itself, we shall find that it coincides exactly with a perfectly straight and level line. Now, since there could be nothing of the kind on a globe, and we find it to be the case all over the Earth, it is a proof that the Earth is not a globe. 36. If we take a journey down the Chesapeake Bay by night, we shall see the light exhibited at Sharps Island for an hour before the steamer gets to it. We may take up a position on the deck so that the rail of the vessel's side will be in a line with the light and in the line of sight, and we shall find that in the whole journey the light will not vary in the slightest degree in its apparent elevation. But, say that a distance of 13 miles has been traversed, the astronomer's theory of curvature demands a difference, one way or the other, in the apparent elevation of the light, of 112 feet 8 inches. Since, however, there is not a difference of 112 hair's breadths, we have a plain proof that the water of the Chesapeake Bay is not curved, which is a proof that the Earth is not a globe. 37. If the Earth were a globe, there would very likely be, for nobody knows, six months' day and six months' night at the Arctic and Antarctic regions, as astronomers dare to assert there is, for their theory demands it. But, as this fact, the six months' day and six months' night, is nowhere found but in the Arctic regions. It agrees perfectly with everything else that we know about the Earth as a plane, and whilst it overthrows the accepted theory, it furnishes a striking proof that Earth is not a globe. 38. When the Sun crosses the equator in March, and begins to circle round the heavens in north latitude, the inhabitants of high northern latitudes see him skimming round their horizon and forming the break of their long day in a horizontal course, not disappearing again for six months, as he rises higher and higher in the heavens whilst he makes his 24-hour circle until June, when he begins to descend and goes on until he disappears beyond the horizon in September. Thus, in the northern regions they have that which the traveller calls the midnight sun, as he sees that luminary at a time when, in his more southern latitude, it is always midnight. If, then, for one half the year, we may see for ourselves the sun making horizontal circles round the heavens, it is presumptive evidence that for the other half year, 
he is doing the same, although beyond the boundary of our vision. This, being a proof that earth is a plane, is, therefore, a proof that the earth is not a globe. 39. We have abundance of evidence that the sun moves daily round and over the earth in circles, concentric with the northern region, over which hangs the north star. But since the theory of the earth being a globe is necessarily connected with the theory of its motion round the sun in a yearly orbit, it falls to the ground when we bring forward the evidence of which we speak, and in so doing forms a proof that the earth is not a globe. 40. The Suez Canal, which joins the Red Sea with the Mediterranean, is about 100 miles long. It forms a straight and level surface of water from one end to the other, and no allowance for any supposed curvature was made in its construction. It is a clear proof that the earth is not a globe. 41. When astronomers assert that it is necessary to make allowance for curvature in canal construction, it is of course in order that in their idea a level cutting may be had for the water. How flagrantly then do they contradict themselves when they say that the curved surface of the earth is a true level? What more can they want for a canal than a true level? Since they contradict themselves in such an elementary point as this, it is an evidence that the whole thing is a delusion, and we have a proof that the earth is not a globe. 42. It is certain that the theory of the earth's rotundity and that of its mobility must stand or fall together. A proof, then, of its immobility is virtually a proof of its non-rotundity, now, that the Earth does not move, either on an axis or in an orbit around the Sun or anything else, is easily proven. If the Earth went through space at the rate of 1100 miles in a minute of time, as astronomers teach us, in a particular direction, there would unquestionably be a difference in the result of firing off a projectile in that direction, and in a direction the opposite of that one. But as, in fact, there is not the slightest difference in any such case, it is clear that any alleged motion of the earth is disproved, and that therefore we have a proof that the earth is not a globe. 43. The circumstances which attend bodies which are caused merely to fall from a great height prove nothing as to the motion or stability of the earth, since the object if it be on a thing that is in motion, will participate in that motion. But if an object be thrown upwards from a body at rest, and again from a body in motion, the circumstances attending its descent will be very different. In the former case, it will fall, if thrown vertically upwards, at the place from whence it was projected. In the latter case, it will fall behind. The moving body from which it is thrown will leave it in the rear. Now, fix a gun, muzzle upwards, accurately, in the ground. Fire off a projectile, and it will fall by the gun. 
If the Earth travelled 1,100 miles a minute, the projectile would fall behind the gun in the opposite direction to that of the supposed motion. Since then, this is not the case. In fact, the Earth's fancied motion is negatived, and we have a proof that the Earth is not a globe. 44. It is in evidence that if a projectile be fired from a rapidly moving body in an opposite direction to that in which the body is going, it will fall short of the distance at which it would reach the ground if fired in the direction of motion. Now, since the Earth is said to move at the rate of 19 miles in a second of time, from west to east, it would make all the difference imaginable if the gun were fired in an opposite direction. But as, in practice, there is not the slightest difference, whichever way the thing may be done, we have a forcible overthrow of all fancies relative to the motion of the Earth, and a striking proof that the Earth is not a globe. 45. The Astronomer Royal of England, George B. Airy, in his celebrated work on astronomy, the Ipswich Lectures, says, Jupiter is a large planet that turns on his axis. And why do not we turn? Of course, the common sense reply is, because the Earth is not a planet. When, therefore, an astronomer royal puts words into our mouth wherewith we may overthrow the supposed planetary nature of the Earth, we have not far to go to pick up a proof that Earth is not a globe. End of section two. Recording by Jane Bennett.